Ladies and gentlemen, it is a very special last minute midweek surprise episode of Rhubarb Nation. Uh, I've got my buddy David on the podcast, aka Dren on the baseball Twitters. Uh, David lives in Utah and he is a baseball nerd. In fact, Dren is nerd backwards. You know him on Twitter. If you're on baseball Twitter, he's he's uh he's a, he's he's kind of famous on on baseball Twitter. He's an artist. He uh he draws and he's designed some t-shirts. I think like some Atlanta Braves players have worn his t-shirts. Um he comes to Atlanta about once a year. I've been to Braves games with him. He stays at John D. Howard's house in Smyrna when he does come, and we go to the Braves game together, and we chop together. Last year, he came to the the Braves game, and and we uh, we went uh, we went to the game together. Me, him, and John D. Howard, and we ran into Evander Holyfield actually. Um, and there's a photo of us chopping together. Uh, great guy. He rides a unicycle in his free time. And he has a mustache and he has great legs because I, you have, I mean, when you, when you ride a unicycle, um, you're going to end up having really great quads and calf muscles. So there you go. But, uh, I wanted to have him on to talk about the world baseball classic and just to nerd out, just to nerd out about that and about, um, the rule changes and some conspiracy theories we have about the baseball uh so please welcome to rhubarb nation he was gonna be my first guest on this new format you know this podcast if you're kind of new to rhubarb nation this podcast has been around for a minute it was called baseballology we've kind of morphed it into a little bit of a new format because we, we get a little bit political ish and we talk about a lot of other things other than just baseball so it's called rhubarb, rhubarb nation now um but he was going to be the first guest and then uh we had on jt holton then we had on ken hendricks and uh Dren got sick and so um we we did this kind of a midweek very special surprise podcast i'm going to drop it tomorrow morning which is going to be wednesday i will be in indianapolis for the rest of the week i fly out this evening on a business trip and so i'm going to drop it sometime early tomorrow morning uh you'll get it i hope you enjoy it i hope you listen at work at your corporate job with your headphones on, and I hope this podcast puts a smile on your face and brightens your week as we get through this week together. So here is Rhubarb Nation with special guest David from Utah. Hello, David. All right. Hey, what's up? This is better. Or, or Dren, as, as they know you on the streets of Twitter. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Are you uh, riding your unicycle right now, or are you? No, I'm inside. Oh, that, that actually would have been an interesting idea. I would totally hop on my unicycle and like ride while we do this. Except it's really windy today, and it would probably make terrible audio. So yeah, maybe next time. It's windy and cold in Georgia right now too. Hmm. Terrible weather. Ugh. Yeah, it's improving here, but anyway. So you're in Utah, right? Oh, yeah, man. 
born and raised which means you can't watch like baseball at all unless you like vpn or something right oh no no no! it's actually way 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 better being a braves fan in utah than being a braves fan in georgia i can watch like uh, i can watch like 150 braves games a year with no blackouts i only Mm -hmm. can't watch rockies and diamondbacks games um but you know there are ways around that yeah so you 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 buy the MLB network package? Yeah, MLB TV. It's like it used to be like 110 bucks a year. Now it's 150 bucks a year, and I get to watch all the. But Braves, I thought. My, wait, wait, wait! Our, I thought. Wait, I thought Biden said that the, the uh, the whole, the the what do you call it? Inflation was only six percent. That sounds like a lot more than six percent to me. Hello. Are you there? Did I lose you? I can hear you. I can hear you as well. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. Um, um, yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought inflation was only 6%, though. Yeah, well, I mean, when you annualize it, I think um, it was probably you 110 just said, bucks. You just said annualize. You just, you just said annualize. That's a, over my pay grade. You know, so... Uh, um, yeah, I'm just saying like it was 110 bucks back in like 2015 and so 6% yeah. inflation year over year. Eh, I don't know. Where do they get 6% from? Cuz everything that I buy like literally everything, nothing is just 6%. Every, like from gas to dog like dog food, dog food. I just bought dog food. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, they have all these metrics and who knows nothing, who's in charge of it just like 6%. I mean, if well, I averaged out everything I buy, dog food, just steak, whatever, drinks, food, baby stuff, not baby stuff anymore, but like kit, clothing, whatever. It's all, I would say on average, like 20 to 30% increase from before the pandemic. Well, here's the thing. So I'm not an expert on this, but I do know a little bit about this. The metrics that they use to track inflation, uh, they have these metrics set up where they track the price of certain specific goods and services that people buy. And so this might. I lost you again. Are you there? What are you using to talk on? Are you on one of those like Bluetooth things? Hello? Trin. Hello? Hello? Hello. I lost you, buddy. Are you there? We'll come back in a minute. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, folks. So anyways, we're back. Uh, We were talking about inflation. So how do they get the inflation numbers? Well, so they they have this index that tracks the price of certain goods and services. And I'm assuming that someone has control over which specific items are in that list. And so uh, it's possible that someone could be manipulating things a little bit, but I'm not an expert on that subject. Mm. Wow. Uh, You've been watching the world baseball classic. I have it on my computer right now as we speak. Really? How are you enjoying it? Are you, are you enjoying it? So I, ha- I had a, <laughs> I have this like group chat with my friends, my real life friends in Utah. And uh, one of them last night asked me, 
um, should I care about the World Baseball Classic? And I said, well, that depends. If you want to cheer for someone like Venezuela, then maybe. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm having fun cheering for Venezuela. It's a, it's a blast. I, I've heard that they show emotion. They get excited. Dude, I, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't see have, – have you watched much of it at all? No, I don't, I don't watch baseball uh, without a pitch clock. Um, I only, I only <laughs> watch baseball. I only watch baseball with a pitch clock. Uh, well, let, let me tell you this. So, so I'm, it's I'm not, it's, if it doesn't have a pitch clock, I don't watch it. I will. I refuse to watch baseball without a pitch clock. Is it even baseball without a pitch clock? Are you there? I lost you again. Hello? No Hello? way. No, you're, Hello? You're back. You're back. You're back. Okay. I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. It's weird. That's weird. Maybe I need to like, maybe it's when my phone screen turns off or something. That's weird. No. Are you? I'll uh, try and keep my, huh, I don't, yeah. I'll try and keep my phone screen from going to sleep. Maybe that's it. Um. Okay. So Venezuela and Dominican Republic were playing the other day. Yeah. And, and they, show, um, super they show intense emotion. game. They show emotion. They, they get excited, <laughs> so, right? The, the coolest part of the game is the very end, like Venezuela were huge underdogs in this game because everyone was saying Dominican is going to run away with the tournament and Venezuela's winning. They're beating the DR and the, the pitcher. I don't even and know who the DR was. stands for Dominican Republic. Yeah. The Dominican Republic. Um, I should actually say the RD because it's called the Republica Dominicana, but um, I forget that you speak Spanish because you went on one of those Mormon mission trips, right? Yeah. I'm fluent in Spanish. So anyway, um, oh, and also I've been watching all the games in Spanish. This is a tip for anyone that's listening that uh, doesn't pay for cable and can't watch the games. On Fubo TV, they have like the regular package, which is $75 a month. Um, but you can buy the Spanish package for $25 and get all the same games, but with Spanish commentary. And it's $50 cheaper, so... Um, anyway, so the Venezuela has this pitcher that's up yeah, there. No one, close no, out one, the game. no one is going to do that. Listens to this podcast. <laughs> you, you're the only, you're the only person who listens to this podcast who speaks Spanish. So well, no, you don't, but that's the thing. Like, you don't have to. If you just want to watch the game and you don't want to listen to some like angry, weird broadcasters that you don't care about, then you like can just jo- turn like the John game Smoltz. on. Yeah, exactly. Like the okay. the Spanish commentators are awesome, even if you don't understand Spanish. Like they're going to be like. Would you say? Would you say a Spanish commentator who, let's say that you can't even understand Spanish, would be more entertaining than a humorless dolt like John Smoltz? I mean, I can say that with relative certainty. The only problem is okay. I do understand Spanish, but okay, um, yeah. but like it's it's electric, dude. Like. The Spanish commentators are awesome. The Braves have really, really good Spanish radio commentators. Um, and I've heard Bravos? other people. Yeah, Los Bravos. I've heard other people say that they do enjoy listening to it, even if they don't really understand Spanish very well. So Interesting. Um, okay. just like hearing that emotion is fun. But uh, anyway, so back to the story. So Venezuela is trying to close out this game and their pitchers on the mound and like the buttons are coming unbuttoned on his shirt. And by the time he threw the last pitch, he only had one button, the one right above his belt that was left. And you could just like his shirt was just coming open and he didn't care. He just threw the pitch, struck the dude out, like, wow, gave out like a big old yell. And 
it was it was awesome dude it was so so cool do you think that gen zers on twitter who have like the japanese anime abbies would get (laughs) do you think they would get excited about a guy like pete alonzo if pete alonzo uh like had brown skin and his name wasn't pete alonzo and his name was like juan alonzo and he had like black hair and like um if if he was like from like venezuela you know, like, you, have you seen the but video? Like, his mannerisms were the same. Yeah. If, like, if Pete Alonzo, like, the, the video of him have doing the Homer and, like, taking his shirt off, you know, he's got the chest hair, you know, like the exact same, like, the exact same energy, the exact same scene, except Pete Alonzo's name is Juan Alonzo and he's a, from Venezuela and he's like brown. Do you think do you think that the Caucasian Gen Zer from Kennesaw <laughs> who doesn't have a dad would get the woman fuzzies um with uh you know what I mean in that situation you know what do you what do you think about that cuz I feel like with Pete Alonzo he doesn't get the woman fuzzies from the fatherless Gen Zer with the Japanese anime Abby you know what I mean? Because because he's a Caucasian uh, Christian man who had the All Lives Matter T-shirt um, during <laughs> BP. You know what I mean? Like Josh Donaldson or Josh Donaldson, as I call him, like white guy went to Auburn. Like you know what I mean? All the energy, all the energy. You know what I mean? But doesn't elicit the same warm and fuzzies from the Gen Zer. You know what I mean? Who doesn't yeah, have a dad? I, who has the I, Japanese I, I, anime? Avi, but if Josh Donaldson, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that. Do you uh, think I'm onto something here? <laughs> totally, totally. So, sort of on that note, I have a I have a thought experiment for you. Okay. What about John Rocker? If John Rocker, if, oh John, my if John Rocker, if his name was you know Juan, Juan Rocker, Ro- Rocker, you know. Same energy, but you know, like brown. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, just saying. Well, yeah, and people like the fans wouldn't be able to understand all of the um, insults yeah. that he would be flinging at them. So he'd yeah. probably be in the clear. Yeah, right. So, so here's my thought experiment. I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. Okay. The U.S. team, like they show up to the ballpark and they play the game the right way and. Um, it's not very fun to watch. I've watched a couple of U.S. World Baseball Classic games, and it feels like watching this, like, half the Phillies got traded to the Mets, and then the Mets are, for some reason, playing the Dominican Republic in an exhibition game. And it doesn't feel like a Team USA thing. Like, there's no there's yeah. no USA flair in the game. So okay. what could the team do? What could Team USA do uh. to bring a USA, like, flair to uh, the game and i i have an idea that i came up with but i i'm wondering let's, if let's unpack it like what let's what's your it. ideal situation well uh let's unpack this a little bit so so venezuela so you're saying the venezuelan players are they've got a little more energy excitement than like the mookie bets is basically kind of what you're getting at 100 percent, yeah and okay, and maybe okay, a better okay. example of this is Puerto Rico because okay. why do you got to say it like that like you're not from Puerto Rico 
David. Like, you just, you know what I mean? Just say Puerto Rico, man. Where'd you go? Are you, did I lose you again? Come back. David. Hello, hello. You're there. You're there. Okay, I really do have to keep my phone screen on. I have to, like, touch it every 10 seconds to make sure it doesn't go off. It's because you got an Android, man. You're such an IT nerd. Why do IT nerds have the Androids? It's all you IT nerds. Well, that's, that's a different topic for a different day. So, Puerto Rico. They, Just say Puerto ev- Rico. I did. Puerto Rico. Oh, my Everyone gosh. on the team bleached their hair. So, ev- everyone on the team has okay. bleached hair. Okay. And it's, like... It's cool because it's like something that they've done and they've done it in past world baseball classics too. It's a tradition. And like you see fans in the stands that are wearing kinda, blonde wigs. And... Is, that, is that a little like, could that be racist? Could that be, could that be like the uh, white version of blackface? You know what I mean? Well, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm the wrong saying. person. I'm the wrong person to ask that question because I think it's cool. But okay, anyway, whatever. so that's an example. Um, and like Venezuela, their uniforms are super cool. They have... Um, like the Venezuela colors all over yeah, them. Yeah, I don't and... know. I don't, it, they remind me of the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers from the 90s. <laughs> uh, well, I guess, yeah, that's going to be a, a thing of personal taste. But so what what could Team USA do, in your opinion, to to give a distinctive to Team USA flair to the team? Okay. In order for the team, in order for Mookie Best to have the same excitement as Ronald Acuna, you have to grow up in a country of communism and then defect. I mean, Mookie Betts grew up in Nashville. You know what I mean? You have, you know what I mean? Like, so of course, of course, Venezuela is super happy to be playing baseball on live TV in Arizona. You know what I mean? They're all made, they're all major league baseball players playing in front of like 38,000 fans. I don't know. No, I get that. With their friends, they're playing with their friends in front of fans and they all have major league contracts already. You know what I mean? So, like Mookie Betts and Mike Trout, they're—I mean—they're all entitled, uh, Mookie Betts <laughs> included, and and so they all grew up with a silver plate in their silver plate, a silver spoon in their—that's the term I'm looking for—silver spoon in their mouths. Mookie Betts grew up, uh, you know, entitled, and he signed for seven million or something, and Ronald Acuna grew up poor and signed for a hundred k, and he grew yeah. up in like a crap hole country in Venezuela where there's communism and Joe Biden wants us to end up being like Venezuela because he doesn't understand geography. <laughs> well, so, so let me pitch you my idea for how team USA could get excited and get into the USA spirit. And it brings a little bit of that, um, like uh, defecting from, <laughs> from Venezuela sort of energy. So my idea is to have a, a declaration of of dingers or something like that. I don't know what you call it, but it's a sheet of paper of hanging in hanging in the dugout. And in order to be able to sign your name on this document, you have to hit a home run or like strike out the side or something like that. So you have <sighs> goals that the player has to accomplish in order for them to be able to sign the declaration of dingers and declare independence from the other shitty teams in the World Baseball Classic. Oh. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. At the end of the day, they're they're just. Uh, it's, I mean, I mean, I don't care that they're not that flamboyant. It's just. It's also. It's also cultural too. It's just. It's just. It's not a bad thing that Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico, as you call them, is more <laughs> excitable than 
Mike, Mike Trout's boring anyways, you know, like it's, it's not like, it's not a negative thing. Who cares? You know? Um, so yeah. like, whatever, I don't know. Maybe that's what people, I mean, I, I think I have pretty good evidence that people don't want to just see boring Mike Trout. Like maybe Mike Trout isn't the best player for team USA. He's like the team USA captain, but maybe he's not a good represent representative. Maybe it's a, a different player. I had a tweet go viral this week. I don't know if you saw it, but I just tweeted the flag of like a bunch of different countries that are in yeah, the tournament. I and I said like, it. yeah, I quote oh, tweeted yeah. it. And I that's said, right. yeah. yeah, your stupid tweet. Oh, you yeah. were trying to troll me for it the other day. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Your stupid tweet where you you tweeted all the flags and you, what, what was the tweet again? Was I was it? just saying that each of these countries has a, a World Series energy and then the USA had spring training energy. Right. And I and like, tweeted it. Almost, and I said, I said, how many NASCAR, NASCAR Cup Series do these countries have? How, how many Xfinity <laughs> Cup Series, energy, <laughs> series wins do they have? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that tweet's been passed around almost a million times. So, um, so that's, yeah, that's been fun to watch, but I, I don't think people want boring. I don't think they want low energy, um, boring team. I, well, they don't, because half of those, t- half of those players, more than half of those players are in MLB anyway. So like, you know what I mean? So it's not, when I you think watch, every single one of them is, Yeah, I, I think know. every you, single one you, of them's on a major league contract. The Cincinnati Reds, they're all on the team. Like it's not, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not like, when you watch an MLB game in two months, when you watch the Reds play the Royals or whatever, like it's not like you're watching uh, Joey Votto and, you know, it, it's not like you're watching a bunch of white guys. You're, you're not. You're just not anymore, you know, which is great. You're, you know what I mean? You're watching, you're watching a couple of white guys and a bunch of Latin guys. You just are. And one black well, guy. So, so here's another thought. And this sort of ties in with, with the conversation you had with Kenny the other day. Um, maybe the World Baseball Classic isn't for the United States of America. Maybe that's not what it's for. Maybe it is for some random doctor in Czech Republic to be able to strike out Shohei Otani, which is like a real thing that happened. Um, oh, really? maybe that's, that's cool. what it's. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't remember what his profession was, but it was like every, every single person on the Czech Republic team is not a pro baseball player like every single person on the team and they won a game I, that's awesome. and one of them struck out shohei otani that's amazing. and like took a picture with him after the game so when like did that happened just a couple days ago i'll Why yeah i have to that? see i would have watched that that's cool yeah so anyway that's a really cool storyline czech republic has zero pros on their team and they won a game and someone struck out shohei otani and like that's really cool so yeah I, I think that maybe the World Baseball Classic isn't for the U.S., but then you still have to have the U.S. involved. But maybe maybe the U.S. needs to just be the villain. Like maybe everyone needs to gang up on the U.S. and the U.S. needs to have players that are like total jerks and show-offs and showboats and uh, pissing everyone off, making it so like oh, we want to – we. Like our country, we need to make sure we qualify for the next WBC so that we can, yeah, um, yeah. we can get revenge on those losers from the U.S. Like, yeah, maybe we, that's, we have maybe all that's your the players role. anyways. Like we have, like, yeah, the Dominican Republic, 
Republic or Puerto Rico might win the WBC, but guess what? We have the Marlins and the Reds and the Pirates and the Braves and the Yankees. We, you know, I mean, we have Major League Baseball. We have the World Series. Like, we, yeah. we won. So, like, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, hmm. I guess. Also, I guess my. Also, go go ahead. I was just gonna say I I'm a little bit concerned that um, the U.S. players would be like worried to show any sort of country pride because there's like a stigma against the flag like people think if you fly the flag you're a racist and a trumper and um so i don't know i hopefully the players don't feel like pressured to not show any any national pride just because of this stupid uh media cycle yeah there might be some of that i hadn't thought about that actually huh how about those great britain uniforms though I mean, I know everybody's talking about it, but but seriously, like, how do you, how, how did that happen? How did that pass? How did that end up getting on the field? <laughs> Aren't those funny? Are you there? Hello? Did I lose you again? Oh, Grand- sorry, my phone went. My phone went to sleep. I'm gonna. How are you? How, is your phone dead? Is it dying? No, I don't know. It's- I like this isn't a thing that happens when I'm on the phone. I don't know something about this Spotify app. Anyway, um, so yesterday, the day before, a Great Britain pitcher had like the T on Great fall off his jersey. Did you see that? That's incredible. So, so what that means is like they must have forgotten to submit their design for their jersey, and they're like, "Oh crap, we gotta come up with something." So someone opened up Microsoft Word, typed in Great Britain, they submitted it. Someone got it printed out on the little iron-ons, and they like quickly made a bunch of iron-ons on some generic gray jerseys. Um, that's hilarious. That must be. I mean, like that's the only explanation for this, right? Like, yeah. With with so such a cool joke. country was, flag, like the UK, yeah. the UK flag is awesome. Like it, it has yeah. like an interesting design. Like there's really cool design elements you could it's use classic. to create a jersey out right. of that, and they just went with black letters on gray uniform that says Great Britain in Arial bold font. That's crazy. I love how like there's a bunch of Mets on the USA team. And I love how um to me uh Jeff McNeil actually looks British to me. He looks like he actually looks like a British dude. Like when when, yeah. when I was watching the, the USA Great Britain game, like he looks like the only British guy on the field to me. Yeah, I, d- I don't think I had heard uh his I don't know if I've ever heard his voice. Like, yeah, you're right. If I if I heard him talk, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just, oh, he's British. Yeah. Okay. And then and then there's that guy on Team Japan whose name is Lars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Newt Bar. Did you see that? Yeah. His name is his first name Lars, isn't it? Lars Newt yeah, Bar, right? Yeah, Lars Newt Bar. Isn't it's, Lars it is... like a German name? <laughs> I don't know what his connection is to Japan. They're they're very loose about qualifications for playing for a certain team. Well, yeah, um, Freddie Freeman, I mean, obviously his mom. You can't you can't really make fun of that on Twitter because like his mom. I mean his mom died. That's sad. But like yeah, come on, he's not. Well, Canadian. like I so my my one of my favorite players in the tournament is this dude on Nicaragua. Um, he's their center fielder. His name's Juan Montes, and he's got the handlebar mustache. Have you seen him? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, he's he's got this like dope dope handlebar mustache um and i looked him up 
I Googled his name earlier um, and it said that he was from Guatemala. And I was like, oh, he's not from Nicaragua. Maybe one of his parents is. But um, yeah, it's just kind of funny. It's like, I'm always going to think of Juan Montes as being from Nicaragua, but he's not. He's from Guatemala, but they don't have a team. So I don't know. So who uh, are there any like sleeper teams who could make a run or or not really? Is it going to be like the, the Puerto Ricos or the, the DRs that are probably the heavy favorites? I mean, I it's not really a sleeper, but Venezuela, everyone expected it to be Japan and Dominican Republic in the final. Like I, I listened to several different um, prominent people and they were saying, yeah, it's the favorites are Japan and Dominican. And Venezuela kind of put the beat down on, on Dominican and Venezuela, Venezuela hasn't lost yet. So they're not an underdog by any means. Like their lineup and pitching staff is unbelievable, but um anyone other than Dominican Republic would be pretty shocking. Mm. Okay. The DR, man. They have so I'm 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 assuming they don't say this on the on the English commentary, but when you watch a, a Dominican Republic game in Spanish, the commentators always say Platano power, which banana power. Like I guess that's their motto. So that's another cool thing. Like they have this motto on the Dominican team because, like, the Dominican Republic is famous for its bananas, and their motto is Platano Power, and, like, that's really cool. Like, banana Power, that's awesome. And what does really, the U.S. Is have? Is it really that awesome, or is it just different? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not that awesome, is it? Banana Power? I don't know. I think it's cool. You know what's cool? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is cool. <laughs> Hank Babe Aaron's Ruth. cool. Ted Williams is Hank cool. Aaron is, Hank Aaron is super cool. I don't know. Babe Ruth, um, I, I, I've like, I don't know. Babe Ruth is cool as a legend, but I'm a little skeptical about Babe Ruth just because there's no video of him. The videos of him are when he was kind of fat. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you really nerd out about Babe Ruth, he was, most of his career, he was basically the size of R.A. Dickey. <laughs> Did you know that? He was like 6'2". <laughs> he was 6'2", he was like 210. He was like, not that big. Not a big guy. He was like, uh, Babe Ruth stole home 10 times. Yeah. That's awesome. I, yeah. By the I way. Mean, um, he had a, he had a crap ton of triples, which obviously you can attribute that to like the polo grounds because Polo grounds yeah. was like, like right field was like you know nine hundred feet or something, not really, but like <laughs> it was, so you know lots of triples. But the dude stole home ten times, so he was like a base runner. But uh, that would have been fun to watch. Yeah, all the videos we see of Babe Ruth were, were like nineteen thirty ish on, you know. Yeah, so you got you got to figure like, he played he played nineteen fourteen to the thirty, so like. He was like uh It would be like if yeah. if a kid has only ever seen Albert Pujols play for the yeah. Angels. Yeah, exactly. Ba- Babe Ruth was Like um, if you if you only watched Albert Pujols play for yeah, the Angels, yeah. you'd be like what's the big deal? But like you yeah. and I saw Albert Pujols yeah. play for the Cardinals and he was terrifying. Yeah. Babe Ruth was about the size of uh, Evan Longoria like early on. Like er, like Dang. young Evan Longoria, that was the size of Babe Ruth, which is just crazy to think about. But yeah. Yeah, that's wild. The only video I can ever remember of Babe Ruth is the one where you can see his gigantic uh, 
member swinging around in his pants. I don't know yeah. if you've seen that one, yeah. but he's like taking batting practice and you can just see it. Like <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um so so what are your thoughts on Let's just get into it, man. Let's just get into it. I want to hear your thoughts on the pitch clock and the, all that crap. So, so I, I have a question for you. So it seems to me that your major what, criticism – Just lay into me. I'm ready. Come on. No, I, I – well, so here's the thing. I, I'm not an extreme pitch clock lover. I have extreme reservations about the pitch clock. But I have a question for you. So it seems like your major um, argument against the pitch clock is that they're going after the wrong thing. Like the problem, the reason that games are so much longer is because of commercials, right? The, the reason games are longer is because of pitching changes. Pitching changes. Okay, so what, what would be like, a, what would you consider to be a lot of pitching changes in a game? Like how many pitchers is a lot to you? Like... I don't know. Four. Four pitching changes so, per team. Per team. Okay. Four pitching changes. And is it safe to assume that like roughly half of the pitching changes are gonna occur between innings? Mm. Just for argument's sake. I don't know. I don't know. I feel Let's I feel say, like the last I feel like the last like three to four years like they they happen the lefty righty matchups but then i I know was it last year they started the three batter minimum which shaved that so so that yeah yeah it definitely cuts down on it but like let's say you have each team switches pitchers in the middle of an inning two times like that seems like a lot right yeah that's four additional pitching changes and maybe you have two minutes in between you know, like two minutes of commercials to get the pitchers switched out. Uh-huh. So that we're talking eight minutes because uh-huh. we got four pitching changes at two minutes each. Like eight minutes is not great, but um, I don't know. I it, it doesn't seem to me that that is the main difference between 1970s baseball and 2020s baseball. It seems to me that um, maybe maybe it's a combo of that and. Um, replay too. Does re- replay is oh, forever? Dude, I the, hate replay. But they're I, not that common. I'll I'll concede that they're not like ultra. Yeah, common, re- but when they do happen, re- they're they're never. It can be pretty brutal. They're never a minute. They're never two minutes. They're they're no. I feel like they're they're when they do happen. It, I don't have the data, but I feel like when they do happen, they're five minutes to even eight minutes ish like no yeah it it takes a lot of time i would say that it seems to me that replay adds maybe like four to eight minutes yeah and replay to me replay my biggest contention with replay is not even just that um oddly enough even though even though i'm i'm the old man yelling at the clouds about the length of game uh my biggest problem with replay is how it took out the entire dynamic of the manager ejection yeah no i i hate every i hate everything about replay i i despise replay i would rather have no replay than what we have now so if you you can just if 
instead of instead of the manager running out there and getting to the umpire's face, now you just have the manager getting the phone and calling to the replay <laughs> booth. That's all. You know it what I mean? Sucks. Yeah, it's it, stupid. It sucks. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Uh, well, anyway, so, so yeah. Let me tell you why I'm optimistic about the pitch clock and why I'm nervous about the pitch clock. I want to hear your thoughts about the batter's box clock too, because that is ridiculous. Yeah. So that's part of it. That's, that's part of all of this. So the reason I'm optimistic about the pitch clock is because I went to a couple of Salt Lake Bees games last year, triple A for the angels. And I didn't know whether or not there. So Salt Lake Bees, that because you guys have like beehive, is there like a beehive scene, a beekeeper scene in Salt Lake? Oh, Oh honey yeah, this is, like this a is bees are bees are bees are an important symbol for us Utahns. Um, the Mormon pioneers who settled here in Utah used the beehive as a symbol for industry to say like we're an industrious um, working people. Um, yes. So their their symbol was the beehive, and so you find the the symbol of the beehive all over our state, all oh. over like religious symbols and oh, and okay. everywhere. So okay. so we are the beehive state. It's okay. an important symbol to us. Didn't know that. But anyway, so yeah, our team is called the Bees. I went to a game and I didn't know if there was a pitch clock or not. Like I, I was like, I've heard that some minor league teams are using the pitch clock, but I don't know. And I'm at the game with my family and the whole time, like, I didn't know that there was a pitch clock. There were no violations. Um, Okay. You know, the game just went on. Okay. And then it's, you know, two and a half hours after start time. And I'm thinking it's the seventh inning and all of a sudden the players are walking off the field and I was like, wait, what just happened? And the game was over. <laughs> it wasn't a seven inning game. It like my conception of, of what a normal three hour and 20 minute baseball game is, was just skewed. And so I was surprised that the game was over. So, okay. so the, my, the, like the game was extremely fast and I didn't know the whole time that, that the but there also batters and wasn't, pitchers were there also wasn't televised. And there wasn't commercials in play. It is televised. Okay. Not, nobody watches it, but it is televised. Well, if nobody watches it, there's not money involved. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's why I'm optimistic, because I was able to go to a game and not notice that there was a pitch clock until the end of the game when I was like, holy crap, the game's over. Okay. Um, I know that the the hardcore baseball fans on Twitter say like I don't want a shorter game I want to spend three and a half hours at the ballpark, and I personally get that somewhat, but also like I have a five year old daughter that I like taking with me to the ballpark, and the games start at seven o'clock and I'm not just going to keep her up until ten p.m. and then go home and we home at eleven and. So that's yeah. kind of a problem. So if the game can be like, it makes it easier for me as a dad to take my family to a game. Yeah. And like, I personally wouldn't mind spending three and a half hours at a baseball game, but like most people don't. And so this is another interesting thing that I learned. I saw this, um, I think it was JJ Cooper who like covers the minor leagues shared this, but he reached out to a bunch of different people involved with minor league baseball and asked were concessions sales down. Because that's one of the things I've seen people saying is like, oh, what are teams going to do? Nobody's going to uh, be able to buy as much beer. And basically everyone that responded to him said, actually, concession sales were up. And the reason is because people stayed for the whole game. Because if you've been to a game before, you see people start leaving the game in the sixth, seventh inning. 
Mm-hmm. And now, because the games are shorter, people are staying for the whole, like people are staying for an mm. entire minor league game. So, mm. interesting. That those are some data points that exist, and it's you know, again, the big leagues are different, but um, but yeah, there are people that said that concession sales actually increased because people are staying for the whole game. So I think that that's interesting, and that's part of the reason why I'm optimistic about the pitch clock. So I don't know if you have any thoughts about any of that stuff. Well, I, I'll, I'm less pessimistic now than I was 15 minutes ago, but I'm not. I'm not optimistic. I'll say that. Okay. Well, and that that will lead me into why I'm concerned about the pitch clock. And the reason I'm concerned about the pitch clock is because Major League Baseball is not minor league baseball. <laughs> you don't have moments in minor league baseball. You don't have this tension, like the vast majority of people that are there at the game don't really care who wins the game. Like you're there to just have fun and um, drink some beers. And uh, maybe if you took a girl on a date, you're there to try to sound smart. um, (laughs) What do you think about if you listen to um, yesterday's podcast, I think Ken might be onto something. It sounds a little bit cuckoo, but He's he's right about crap, and it pisses me off because he's you're right, he's right about crap. But I think he might be right about this because I think that I so what you just said about minor leagues I think is correct. Well, I know it's correct because I I've I've read data and I've heard data that last year because of these changes on average game time in minor league ball last year was shaved down on average, I think about 40 minutes, which is pretty substantial yeah. from the year. Before. It's absolutely true. That's, that's, that's a fact and that's substantial. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, that, that is a good thing because they were being dragged out longer because of pitching changes by God. Okay. Um, uh, partially. So, whatever. So I think if that, if that happens in major league baseball, uh, I think, I think it's going to happen. But I think that they're going to make up that money somehow. And that's why I was telling Kenny. And so I, I, was, I, was, saying, I was saying they're going to lose that commercial dollars, the, the, those commercial revenue dollars. And so, and so I was telling Kenny that. And I was like, they're going to they're change it. And Ken said, no, they're not. And he said, they're going to make the ball juicier. Because I, yeah. cause I, cause I, think, I think what's going to happen is um oh what i was getting at uh, the the batter's box rule i think the batter's box rule is going to backfire because it's already backfired i think max scherzer has exposed it and i think other pitchers are going to expose it because what it's i mean eight seconds dude eight you just took out the batter's tempo totally and yeah no i i fully agree with that i i think that this I think that there's oh going to be an adjustment period. Yeah, and so I mean, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have offense, you're gonna have dingers and stuff, but like, but like, I think you're gonna see a massive drop in offensive production, and I think that it's gonna be noticeable, and I think that I think there's gonna be a freakout period at the end of the year, and so um, I was telling Ken they're gonna they're gonna change it, and he's like, no, they're not, they're gonna juice the baseball, and I was like, holy crap, you're right. They're totally going to juice the baseball. <laughs> no, that I mean, I I do agree with that. It it sucks to me that Rob Manfred can do pretty much whatever he wants to the baseball, including 
creating a juice baseball and only putting it in promotional games like the special overseas games or what like the all-star game and yankees games when aaron judge is in a home run chase were you aware of that story no dude you don't know about this okay this is i i have to educate uh you and your listeners i I remember yes 100 percent proven by science so there's i remember speculation but it's been it's been no no so listen so listen to this so there's this physicist a, a physicist with a doctorate named dr meredith wills and she's been studying she's a i remember like, reading about her. a professional physicist and she loves baseball so she's been studying the baseballs for several years she's been on the the leading edge of studying the juice baseballs and last year she like requested mlb to give her samples of balls and they said f you no and so oh she goodness. got contacts all over the country to say, I need you to try and collect balls for me and send them to me. So she collected balls from all the stadiums, from all over baseball throughout the entire year and performed a study on them and dissected the balls, weighed them, and she was able to find three different balls. There was um, like, there was the old juice ball from like a couple of years ago, and then there was a a completely dead ball that didn't fly as far. And that was like MLB announced that they were going to be doing that. Like they said that we were going to be, um, that they were changing the composition of the ball. So we knew about those two balls, but there's a third ball that was on the juicy end, but it was slightly different than the two. And the only place that she found the third juicy balls was in promotional games. So things like the all-star game or like the, the field of dreams game stuff uh-huh. like that yeah and yankees games oh my goodness i'm not even shitting you dude this is 100 percent verified like the the studies out there what and, yeah and and i think the yankees games it was only like after the all-star break and so that's when we knew that aaron judge was chasing this home run record oh my god so then the, oh the where this gets even where this gets even crazier is that this story dropped during this off season, um, like on just a quiet news day, like nothing's going on. This story drops. It. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why you didn't hear about it. Have you heard of Arson Judge? No. You didn't hear about so uh Aaron Judge supposedly signing with the Giants, but it ended up not being true. Do you remember that? No. Oh, okay. So you missed this too. You must have just not been on Twitter at this time. Was this January? So, was this like January? Yeah, it was around. That's probably. Why, I, like, I checked out in January. I had like a hiatus. I had like a so, social media well, anyway, so, so this story about the juice balls drops and literally like five, ten minutes later, John Heyman tweets, arson judge to the Giants. What? Like misspelled his name. John Heyman, like one of the most influential reporters, reported arson judge to the Giants. (laughs) And people started freaking out, making memes because it was like such a funny misspelling of his name. People were like, oh, man, like because everyone thought he was going to the Yankees. And like it was such a shocker that all of a sudden, oh, man, Aaron Judge is changing teams, going to the Giants. So everyone's freaking out. And it turned out to not be true at all, like not even remotely true. And right. he's back with the Yankees now. But this is the conspiracy that um, John Heyman just 
tweeted a completely false account of him signing with the Giants to distract from the juice ball <laughs> story. Oh, so nobody like there's a there's a few there's a few loser nerds like me that have been like trying to I lost you again, you there? Hello, hello. Hey, sorry. I'm back. Okay, cool. Um, That's anyway. crazy, man. Yeah. Oh, man. It's the I biggest see... story of the offseason, and not that many people know about it. What? Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. I yeah. checked out in January. I, I took, like, the social media kind of hiatus. I went, uh, kind of went off. It might have been in December. I think, I think it was December. Like, it was around Christmas time, I, okay. I think. I mean, that was kind of it. I, around end of year, beginning of the year. Slash through January, I kind of, I kind of checked out. I didn't even see this, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so so Ken is wow. totally right about that point that um, they do have this lever that if offense goes down, they can always just juice the ball because only a few people like me are going to ever know or care about it. Yeah, it's it's like po- baseball is like politics in that. I mean, it is it, it is like the deep state in that they can tweak things and not apologize, and only a few people like you will notice. Not <laughs> not a, not enough to to warrant any kind of apology or or anything. I mean, it, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The, well, the, and ma- the, fact the masses that... won't notice, or or everybody's just kind of sheep, and they'll just. They'll still go to games. They'll still buy tickets. They'll still watch it on TV. They'll still take their kids. They'll still buy the Ronald Acuna Jr. jerseys. Like you know what I mean? And only yeah. like eleven well, the fact that only a, will get pissed off and question it. The fact that only a handful of people on Twitter even know about this means like that's ridiculous. You know the the we Twitter losers are only like a fraction of a percent of baseball fans, and only a small percentage of those losers know about this story so like yeah. it's completely buried nobody knows about this at all it's like it's like alex jones at january 6th like he like only like 11 <laughs> people know that alex jones w- w- was like guys don't go don't go to the capitol don't do it don't <laughs> storm the capitol you know what i mean but everybody everybody else on twitter thinks that he said <laughs> to go to the capitol and like led the march or something like but he actually <laughs> He actually said, "Don't do that, you idiots! It's a terrible idea." You know, same same you, thing. It's uh, yeah, baseball. And like how like how thing. Donald Trump also said to to not. Um, yeah, Donald Trump's like, "Hey guys, don't do that. Don't do this." <laughs> you know, but then like the whole narrative is this one thing. Baseball, same thing. Yeah, the the, yeah. This, the puppets at the top just control the narrative. That's John ha- John Heyman and the Illuminati just control the whole thing man yeah Yeah. i do i do have to rag on you for one thing though the banning the shift rules um the shift sucks it's terrible and also the bigger bases are fine because it's going to make more people steal bases you know i watched an interview recently uh i think like yesterday actually not an interview it was just it was just a clip i said interview like a like a four-minute clip of cody bellinger actually talking about the shift and and i'm like okay okay all right maybe it's not that bad i just i i think i just hate i'm such 
I'm such a minimalist government get off my lawn kind of guy, like deep down. And so anytime anything's tweaked, whether it's a NASCAR well, or baseball, like I just, I hate it. I hate it. I hate well, it. I hate let it. Me, it's just like, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, here's the rules. That's it. Here's the rules. Let so it govern itself. Let me give you an example that is going to be very unrelatable for all of your listeners. And that's on brand for me because I, I go against the grain, but I'm going to give you an example of something that happened in the wonderful sport of curling. Okay. So curling is this old, old game invented in Canada. And you throw these big granite rocks that were hewn from granite on an uninhabited island in Scotland. You throw them down a sheet of ice and try and get them to land in the target. And you can use a broom to kind of uh, sweep in front of the rock to reduce it. It basically melts the ice a little bit, reduces the friction, and causes the stone to both travel further and curve less. So... It's it's a very old sport. It's very traditional. It's like a gentleman's sport. But about six or seven years ago, there's a scandal that rocked the sport because company, broom companies were getting too innovative with the technology in the brooms, and they're making it so that it removed all of the skill out of throwing a stone, and it put all of the skill into how you sweep the stone. So it completely changed the game because of this advance in technology. Lost you again. You there? Hello? Sorry, I'm back. So it made the game less fun to watch. It made the game less fun to play because there there were no hard shots anymore. Like every shot just became easy because you can just manipulate it with the broom. So it, this like whole thing blew up and they ended up creating a rule to ban these new high-tech brooms. And it, you know, it was a big controversy and all that. And so like in a in such an old traditional sport, you don't want to have rules. You don't want to have to ban brooms, but when technology arises that completely changes the landscape of the game, it makes the game a different, uh, just completely different. It became necessary. So that's what I think of when I think of the shift. And it's like the counter argument is, well, yeah, they, they shifted Ted Williams too. And sure. But, I wish they wouldn't have been able to shift Ted Williams either. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I think it removes the fun defensive plays from the game. It makes it so that, um, you know, your Dansby Swansons don't have to make any hard ranging plays in the gap. All he ever does is just pick up ground balls that are hit right to him and softly toss them over the diamond and rack up the defensive war. And I think that that's pretty boring. Cause like, I don't know. Dansby was like such a highly rated defender last year. And it seems like that was more to do with defensive positioning than him actually making athletic plays. Cause I don't, I don't know. It didn't seem like he did all that much, but I think we're going to see a lot more athleticism now and hopefully more base hits and more. Yeah, that's that's what Bellinger said in in that clip that I saw. He kind of, that's basically what he said. And I I was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. I, I understand that. So it's yeah. not just about hitters getting more singles. It's about forcing defenders to make better yeah, plays. That's what he said. That's what he said. Which I enjoy. It's going to be better. I, I mean, I grew up watching. I grew up watching Ozzy Smith, you know, and um, those kind of guys. I mean, I enjoy watching that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I like I'm hesitant about the pitch clock, and I think that uh, a lot of the criticisms of the pitch clock are fair. I'm really worried about the playoffs, what the playoffs are going to look like. Because... Clocks is, is stupid, man. It, it, this whole, like, 
I mean, I've seen so many examples already. Everybody has of of the bat the batter not not paying attention to the pitcher and being called out. It's 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 ridiculous. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's so dumb. I don't I don't think we're going to see a lot of violations, and I don't think it's going to be a big deal. So I don't hate the pitch clock. Like I'm I'm on board with the pitch clock, but I'm a little bit worried about what it's going to look like in the playoffs. Like, are you going to be cutting a lot of that tension and like moments, I, I think that it's it's not great. But banning the shift is awesome to me. I'm super super excited about it. Well, I'll uh, I don't want to get too excited yet. <laughs> um, when are you coming back to Smyrna? Um, I don't have dates set in stone, but I have made a lot of promises to a very excited five-year-old girl and so we will be there this summer okay well you know uh, probably like july august time you know the worst time to be in atlanta yeah john's getting married this summer at some juncture oh cool i didn't i don't know if he's posted the date yet i don't know if i'm supposed to to say that publicly yet yeah maybe not i don't know uh he's he posted about his engagement so yeah he he did so we're good but he's getting married at some point this year but uh um nice can only i had the, the privilege of i had the privilege of sleeping overnight in his guest room two years ago mm-hmm. yeah well looking forward to seeing you this summer um hopefully i'll i'll make it happen if you if you get down here um oh well yeah we'll for sure make it happen for sure yeah we need to get the girls yes. together yes Yes. Brinley will be four in May. Okay. Tilly just barely turned five, but um, yeah, she, she would be absolutely thrilled to meet a fellow Braves fan. <laughs> cool, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on and schooling me in the nuances of, 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 of baseball. And um, well, I was being a little dramatic the other day from a top my unicycle. I do agree with the most of, most of what you said about the pitch clock. Um, but yeah, um, I'm optimistic wear, about it. Do you wear bike short, like bike pads on those unicycles? I wear bike shorts when I go for really long rides, but um, really long being like 10 miles or more. Um, but day to day, no, not really. Interesting. Wow. I try yeah. to go for a ride like three to four times a week. Do you just do unicycles or do you have like a a regular like road bike? Do you do, you do road bikes? I don't own a bike. Or? I have I haven't owned a bike in probably 12 years or more. I have two unicycles, so someone might call that a bike. Um, Are you the only one you know that does that or is there like a unicycle scene where you live? There is. Someone found me on Instagram and added me to like a Utah unicyclist discord, but I've never met any of them. I never went to seems like they're all like 19 years old and I don't know if I can keep yeah. up with them, but kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's up with that nineties party you showed up at? Did you... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So if you missed I, that, I was laughing so hard. So just so y'all know, <laughs> so Dren posted this picture on Twitter the other night. I was laughing. So <laughs> I was sitting my lazy boy watching some basketball. Dren posted a picture. He's like, showed up to a nineties party. I was the only one that showed up in nineties garb and it's him with a selfie. <laughs> it's, I guess a skate, a bowling alley or a skating rink or something. It was a skating rink. Like oh, yeah. a, yeah. 
So he's got a Roller selfie skating rink. of him and these his buddies behind him, and they look <laughs> they're just sitting there, and they look like they're wearing like just you know clothes from like today's age. And Dren is yeah. dressed like from the eighteen nineties. <laughs> I was wearing a I was wearing a big old black top hat, uh, a white shirt with like a upright collar, a bow tie, <laughs> suspenders, and of course my handlebar mustache. Um, <clears throat> it was so funny. So I have to tell you, I I I had this idea a while ago that I was like. The next time there's an 80s or a 90s themed event, I'm going to go as 1800s, um, <laughs> just as a joke. So and then so my friend had this birthday party coming up, and like two days before, he sends a message, and he's like, oh, by the way, it's 90s theme. And I'm like, okay, all You're right, like, so, so we're going to do this. I've been waiting and for years for this. It's, it's the day of the party, and I chickened out. Like I, I went and put on my, my parachute pants and my like teal green jacket. Oh, and I was going to chicken out. I wasn't going to do it. And then I was like about to leave and I was like, nah, I got to do it. I got to do it. So I hurried and like grabbed some stuff, threw it together. (laughs) I lost you there. Are you there? Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I'm back. So I drove to the skating rink. I show up and I'm sitting there in the parking lot, like watching people walk in with their kids to the skating rink. And I'm like, am I really going to walk into this place wearing a top hat and (laughs) suspenders? And I gave myself a little pep talk and I went for it because I was like, it, it was like an hour away from my house. I'm like, I'm not going to see anyone I know except for my friends that already know how much of a loser I am. And the first person, <laughs> the first person that I saw when I walked in there was an old friend that I worked with years ago. I hadn't seen him in like 12 years. And he walks up to me and he's like, David? And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, oh, that's it was great. funny. And then we went out for pizza later, and I had to give myself the same pep talk. Am I going to walk into this pizza place wearing a top hat? Yes, I am. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. Dress and, like a gold prospector. <laughs> and to, to bring this whole thing full circle, I think that that attitude is what the USA players need to have in the World Baseball Classic. I think they're like, <laughs> do I want to show country? Do I want to show pride for my country? Do I want to be flamboyant and, and excited? and showboating (laughs) do i want to do that and they say no they say no it's not worth it i'm not going to do it it's not worth the the flack i might take it's not worth the embarrassment i might receive but i wish that they would take the attitude of i don't care what people think i'm going to wear a top hat and suspenders and a handlebar mustache into this skating rink there you go folks well mookie if you're listening to rhubarb nation listen listen no shame Make an ass of yourself, you know, get out, get out there and just let it flow, baby. Just who cares what people think about you. Okay. Dren, it's been an honor. Thanks for coming on uh Rhubarb nation. Um, we'll see you on the Twitters. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you this summer in Smyrna, Georgia, the home of your Atlanta Braves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Good talking to you. Thanks for having me on. All right. See you later, buddy. Bye.